Hello and welcome to Credit Shift News and Update. This week we are without our co-host, Webio CEO Cormac O'Neill, but we will try explore some of the recent news stories and events reports without him. So let's dive into the details. In general credit industry news, this week's report is from Capgemini and comes with the catchy title of Where is the Cash? Accelerate Corporate Cash Management Transformation to Accelerate Value. Quite the title. What caught my attention was the line, end-to-end digital transformation in transaction banking, including effective cash management services for corporates, requires top-down commitment, cohesive planning, and a unified purpose for structural reforms. It was the structural reform bit that caught my attention. The solution mantra here might be summed up as simplify your infrastructure, partner for platforms, and engage with vendors. The report explores all the macro environment pressures on corporate treasury, of which there are many. What happens with customer experiences eventually comes to the corporate environment, and it is true here again. Just as we buy products for ourselves from anywhere in the world, all trade is increasingly global, and this requires extensive cross-border payments in multiple jurisdictions. Real-time payments is another driving factor here, and fintechs are bringing the competitive pressure to innovate even stronger. So in the survey, 57% of payment executives said strategic banking partners enjoy cross and upselling opportunities because of their relationship with these platform vendors. So partnering up is implicitly a key strategic capability here. So maybe now would be a good time to review your business and how good it is at partnering and participating in multiple ecosystems. Some of these new fintech startups, for instance, are extremely good at finding the right partner combinations for themselves. And partnership is a capability and it must be built and managed like any other strategic capability. As with everything else and everywhere else, costs in Treasury are increasing and the report gives some insight into what is driving them. Risk and compliance management accounts for 38% of the increase. IT maintenance and modernization accounts for 27%. Payment processing, 17%. Payment innovation projects come in at 11% and talent comes in at 9%. It's hard to find the fiscal space to innovate, it would seem, thus the partnering. The report says that with all this pressure on cash flow, corporate treasuries must focus on work and capital management. Freeing up operational cash is cheaper than seeking external credit. Companies aim to improve collection management to shorten day sales outstanding, otherwise called DSO, However, a lack of automation, fragmented payment collections channels, inefficient dunning methods, communicating with customers to ensure accounts receivable collection, and often missing invoices spark disorganized collection management. Digital transformation in credit and collections is often very difficult for the reasons just stated here, but the good news is that there are plenty of well-understood customer success programs in existence now to get you there. But you can see that it's one part of an overall cash management issue for a lot of companies. 
The macro regulatory environment is moving in the direction that will support further innovation. Capgemini note that the US FedNow project only supports push payments. This means payment types like recurring payments, subscription payments, and P2P payments that require pull capabilities are not supported. We're seeing similar challenges in other uh, jurisdictions and similar kinds of restrictions in what's possible with open banking. But change can't happen too quickly, in my opinion, in this regard. We're really locking out a whole stream of innovation by not having the right um, uh, supports in place at the, at, the, at the regulatory level. The number of firms operating at a negative cash flow is on track to rise from 2021's 8% to 2023's 11 to 16% number. That's a huge increase. Delays in the cash conversion cycle lead to stuck working capital. Nearly 523 billion was stuck on the balance sheet of Standard & Poor's uh, 1500 firms in 2021, compared to 507 billion in 2020. Over 70% of the treasurers surveyed said they face issues in credit risk assessment, collection processes, and reconciliation. So really getting your credit and collections processes in order seems to be a significant part of this whole problem. This is a really comprehensive report for anyone looking to familiarize themselves with the wider payments industry context, or indeed as an input to your strategy radar. Section two, embedded finance and artificial intelligence. Let's get back to them. We were fortunate to recently have an advisor to a firm on our Credit Shift podcast, and he was saying that when they started, it was just after 2008 and that big credit bust. The kids saw the mayhem that that credit bust bought, and they became very debt averse, very credit card averse. And buy now, pay later was a great way to buy. Thus, it got a lot of growth. This week, I see that a firm is partnering with Booking.com. By offering a firm at checkout, the company's aim to drive sales as merchants that use the firm reported 60% higher average order value when compared with other payment methods. Airlines have been trying to get into affiliate sales for years. Maybe buy now, pay later is a trigger for really allowing that to grow. It will be interesting to see if buy now pay later services require special insights in these verticals in which they operate, such as the airline industry or travel versus other types of funding. Um, and indeed, it may be that each will be powered by a specialist AI service, one to keep your eye on. Now, other AI developments that might have provoked this thought came recently from announcements from Ant Financial and Ernst & Young EY. Ant Financial unveiled an artificial intelligence tool to use for wealth management and insurance services. Again, it's based on the new large language model, LLM technology, which is trained on all of the rich data that Ant holds. At this stage, it seems pretty safe to say that every financial of any scale will require its own LLM and the support infrastructure for it, and all the tooling that goes with it. The second announcement was from EY. In Ireland, they announced a $1 billion AI project uh, for an e, um, EY LLM. 
and a thousand jobs in Northern Ireland, many of them focused on AI. I believe that the technology partner in this was Dell, which also has a significant footprint in Ireland, and that may have been a factor. It was also just a few months ago that SIA, a French management consultant firm, announced SIA GPT, their own LLM. I spot a trend. Given these developments, I wonder if Booking.com or a firm should have their own LLMs, or indeed, if they did have their own LLMs, how would they work together? I think this is going to be an issue uh, in the next five years or maybe three years for the CTOs at your company. Um, one to keep your eye on and figure out how that evolves. Finally, the third part of our news update today. This month, in its first public intervention, the FCA asked nine banks and building societies to provide value assessments on its savings products. It follows concerns that interest rate rises are not being passed to customers and their savings accounts. In July, the FCA issued a 14-point action plan to ensure that banks are offering better savings rate deals. I think it's fair to say that we are now in the next stage of development in terms of the rubber hitting the road of how these new acts will impact financial services. I can see a time when any financial services will have to be able to explain how fair it is or how fair the offer they are making, whether it's comparing two services or changing a policy, anything like that. It's reasonable to assume that you're going to have to be able to explain that. Finally, this week, Webio was headline sponsor at the UK Credit and Collections Conference 2023 held in Manchester. And we were delighted to meet so many of you in person and to show you our new conversational AI technology in action. It's also wonderful to see Webio nominated for Best Technology Provider at the Credit Strategy Awards this year, as its focus is on vulnerability, a subject close to our hearts here at Webio. So that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us again for this week's Credit Shift News and Update. As usual, the reports and sources are available in the podcast details. Remember to keep your eye open for news and updates from Webio at the webio.com website. <laughs>